Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hello, my golf friends. Welcome back to Above Par. I'm so glad that you're here and listening. And as always, I hope you're having an amazing week. So today I want to talk about your potential and what that really means and playing to your potential. Because I say that all the time. I always want to help people play to their potential. I want to help them unleash the game that they have right now. I want you to play unleashed for the most part which means I don't want you to play like you have a governor on, like you're holding yourself back, like you have more talent than you're taking out to the golf course. So I want to break apart what I define as playing to your potential relative to the game of golf. And I want you just to think about it in a different way and ask yourself, am I playing to my potential and what that really means for you? Because I like to think of playing to your potential as a journey, because how do we ever know if we've reached our full potential? We're only limited by our imagination. So I wanted to see what the definition of potential was. And this is what I have. Having or showing the capacity to become or develop into something in the future. So how do we ever know if we've actually reached our potential? It's always going to be in the future. We never really know for sure what we're capable of. So the way that I want to look at potential right now is you playing to your current state, your current potential in your pursuit of the future potential. All right, so stay with me. The first thing that we wanna look at is your potential in your skill. And usually I have people define that by what you do on the range. For the most part, people hit it better on the range than they do on the golf course. Every once in a while, I run into somebody who doesn't do so well on the range. That is definitely mental management in that department. But what you can do on the range is usually a pretty good judge. That's where we practice. That's where we try things out. We look for the possibility of being able to make changes in our swing or hit certain shots, right? On the range, what is possible for you? Are you looking for distance? Are you looking for curve? Are you looking for a trajectory? Are you trying to hit certain shots? Are you trying to get better at a different club? What's possible for you on the range with your skill? But also, where are you right now? And I like to know where people are right now, and I do it by collecting data. You go out there, and I talk about this, hitting 10 shots with each club, and get your percentage of what you hit with each club. Hit 10 drives in between two flagpoles that represent a fairway. How many out of 10 can you hit between the flagpoles? That would be your percentage of drives that you can hit in a fairway, per se, on the golf course. So let's say if you hit six out of 10, then you're hitting 60% of the fairways when you go out and play. That's where you are right now. What's possible is ultimately your potential with hitting fairways, which would be, it doesn't get any better than 10 out of 10. But right now, in this example, you're hitting 60%. You're hitting six out of 10. So then when you go on the golf course, you would expect to hit 60% of the fairways. There's 14 fairways, you're going to hit 60% of them, which is what, like eight. That would be you playing to your potential at the current moment. What's possible for you and what's your capacity is usually why people go out and practice and try things out and take lessons. Is We want to see what we're capable of on the range, what we're capable of hitting, how much more we can get those percentages up. We take that 
low hanging fruit, the weakest part of our game, and we keep lifting it up and playing more to our capacity or our potential. In this case, it would be hitting every single shot, getting a 10 out of 10 on all of those on a pretty consistent basis. But that's also something that we're working towards in the future. It's not what we have right now. So there's a difference between what we might be capable of in the future and there's also what exists at this given moment in time as a snapshot of your skill set because it does ebb and flow just a little bit. That's our one layer of potential. What I can do right now and what I possibly can do in the future and the pursuit of doing that, right? Taking lessons, hitting balls, practicing, trying things, whatever that might look like for you. Then the second element is the potential on the course. That includes you going out there and scoring, learning how to score, learning how to take what you own, that first part of the skill set that we just measured out onto the golf course. And then of course, putting it on uneven lies and in the rough and different scenarios, things that we don't do on the range so much. Learning course management. That includes you being creative on the golf course and using your imagination. Includes a little bit of trial and error, trying things out so that they work for you and your game and your brain on the way that you see things happening. So what's one's potential when it comes to scoring? Well, it's really endless because there are so many different ways to go about scoring. There's so many different shots you can hit. There is no perfect shot. There's only that shot that you make perfect. If all you own is hitting it knee high off the ground with a three wood from 150 yards, that's all you own. Make that perfect. Make that work. Figure out how to score with that. That's you scoring on the golf course to your potential with what you own at this given moment in time. If you want to hit a nine iron from 150 yards, but right now all you do is hit a three wood from 150 yards and you can hit that three wood on the golf course like a champ, right? Roll it up there. However you need to roll it up there and get it close to the pin. That's you playing to your potential on the golf course with what you own. Then you go on the range and you want to learn how to hit it further and higher and use less club. That's what you work towards. So number three is what is your potential mentally? And what that means is how well you manage your mind so that you can take all of your skill set, all of those percentages of that snapshot of what you own right now out onto the golf course so that you're not getting in your own way. You're not getting in the way of the potential of you being able to take that skill out on the golf course and score. You're not thinking crappy thoughts. You're not standing over the ball in any other state other than calm, certain, and confident. You're not putting pressure on yourself to score and the results and focused on the results and worried about failing. You're not beating the crap out of yourself. Any of those things are getting in the way of your potential to take the skill that you own right now out onto the golf course. So what's the possibility and the potential of you managing your mind? It's endless. That is a no sweat exercise, right? It's just creating new habits. It's paying attention and being curious. And it's relentless and persistent. It's knowing when your brain wants to tell you, just forget about it. Let's quit. It's being able to manage all of your emotions in a way that you're willing to experience any emotion. It's not going out there and saying, this isn't working. I don't like this feeling of feeling like a failure. So I'm just going to kind of quit on myself. And then you quit on yourself and then you play great. Right? Have you had that happen? I call it a case of the I don't give a shits. Right? We end up giving up on ourselves just a little bit because it feels better to kind of quit, even though it's a crappy feeling, than to feel like a failure. Than to feel like I'm trying and I want to play well and I'm not succeeding and it feels like a failure and that feels way worse than me just quitting a little bit. So I'll quit. 
What happens with so many golfers is they stay in stage one of potential. They stay in the stage of working on their skill set to see what is their capacity on being able to build their skill up to the greatest possible level, yet they still can only take a percentage of that out on the golf course. So let's see if I can describe this better. So let's say you're hitting drivers, you hit 10 drives on the range and you hit five, I'll try and do the math easy, you hit five out of 10, 50% in between your imaginary flagpoles out there that is the width of a fairway. So you should, at this given moment in time, where you are, hit 50% of the fairways on the golf course. And that means you're gonna hit seven on the golf course, seven out of 14. And then you go out on the golf course and you think like crap, you're super negative, you're standing over shots with a lot of pressure and stress and anger, you're thinking about what's gonna happen when you turn in your scorecard and how you're gonna feel and how other people are gonna judge you, and you can only take out a percentage of those drives on the golf course. So now instead of hitting seven out on the golf course, you only hit five or four. And you think, well, there's something wrong with my swing. I need to go to the range more and hit more balls. And so you go to the range and you practice hard and you take more lessons. You might buy a new driver and you now you're going, and out of 10 drives, now you're hitting 60% or 70%. But you're still getting in your own way because you still have a mind that is holding back the potential that you have. You haven't shifted anything in your brain as far as your ability to think and manage your emotions and take the pressure off of your results and you're still only taking a percentage of that. So you spent all of this time and energy on fixing your swing and all this money on taking lessons and buying new equipment. And potentially you've upped your skill level and you're hitting more fairways, but you're still only taking a percentage of it out. I say take all of your talent out right now with what you have, continue working on your skill set. That would be you playing to your potential right now. If you could go out and hit seven fairways right now because you are 50% on the range, That would be you managing your mind really well. But you bust your butt trying to change things and increase your skill and still take a percentage of it on the golf course. It'd be so much easier to change a thought. And I'm not saying that you still don't work on your swing, but I just say we're missing such a huge component of the game if you're only taking a fraction of your talent on the golf course. It's so much more effortful to try and build up your capacity and your skill set and then still take a percentage of it out there. It's bad math, right? Those are bad numbers. Managing your brain, while it doesn't bring up any sweat, you don't need a range or a golf course to do it. It's the fastest way that you're going to be able to play to your potential. So much quicker to clean up a thought than it is to clean up a loop in your swing, right? That takes a long time. I know this one from experience, trying to change your swing. And don't get me wrong too, I'm not discrediting the fact that sometimes our swing is a little out of sync or a little broken or our sequences are a little bit off or we do have some mechanics that are off. I'm not saying that we don't work on that component. I am saying though, when you go out and play, the time to work on that is not on the golf course. That is the time for you to manage your mind, your golf brain, and unleash whatever game you have at that moment. Take all of that out there. Because if you have a little bit of a broken mind and you got a little bit of a broken game, that is not a good combination. Because you're gonna be fiddling on the golf course looking for ways to fix your swing in a very urgent way. Which is gonna create a lot of tension, mess up your tempo, and you're not gonna create very good results for yourself. 
So playing to your potential includes three components. It includes what you can do right now with your skill set and what you can do in the future. And we gotta understand that playing to our potential is something that we don't even know what our potential is. It's a possibility of something that happens later in the future. But playing to your potential right now is you taking the skill that you own right now out onto the golf course by managing your mind and taking out as much of it as you can. Most of the time when people get in their way, it's because they have more skill on the range than they do on the golf course. And the potential to manage your mind is endless. There's always things to work on. There's always things to level up on. We have no clue what the capacity of our brain is. But most of us just don't even try. We don't even put in the effort. I, that was me for decades. Didn't even know about it, really. And then the second part that I talked about in between there, which we can't ignore, is you learning how to score. Right, So we can misplace where we put our energy and our thoughts and where we think the problem is. It's either in our skill or we had a bad thought, but sometimes it's in learning shots and learning how to score. And that is definitely a component in you being able to take all of your talent out on the golf course. We got to know how to hit it out of the rough and uneven lies. We got to think creatively. We got to try things and not insist on hitting perfect shots. That has a lot to do with scoring. Can I hit it ugly and still score? pretty good. So when I help people play to their potential, I do it in what I now perceive as the fastest way. I used to teach people the swing and swing mechanics. And as a player, I know how challenging it is to change your swing. Anyway, I'm working on a swing change right now. <laughs> it's like, uh, no matter how much I think I'm doing it and I video myself and I look in the mirror, I'm not even close. So I know it's going to take some time but I can still hit shots. I'm not going to make it mean anything. I need to take what I can do right now out onto the golf course. And for me to do that, that's me managing my mind. And what managing my mind means is that I think intentionally over every shot so that I can get myself into a state where I can make my best swing. So I can stand over as many balls as, as, as possible, being calm, certain, and confident. And then I'm really aware when that is challenging on what I'm making it mean. What am I making it mean when I walk off 18 about myself and my results and what people are thinking about me? I'm managing my perfectionism, which is a thing that I have that I put in the closet as much as possible, but it creeps out a lot. With perfectionism comes fear of failure and fear of disappointment and judging and worrying about what other people think. So me being totally aware of all that, I notice when it pops up and I can manage it much better. It's kind of zoning in on your focus, up-leveling the way that I think about things and what's possible for me, what's possible for you on the golf course. Instead of hitting a bunker shot and saying, I'm just happy if this ball gets on the green, now we're like going, you know what? Maybe I want to get it inside 15 feet. Maybe I want to get inside 10 feet. Maybe I can start making bunker shots. It's about leveling up the way that we think as well because our game is going to follow that. So the big question is, are you playing to your potential? Are you taking the skill that you own right now, a snapshot of that out onto the golf course? And this is where we start to enjoy the process of golf. We understand that's so fulfilling to take out what we own right now onto the golf course. It's so frustrating to know that we can do better on the range and we're not taking it onto the golf course, in my opinion, ultimately frustrating, right? But this is what I own right now. It's being realistic and I'm taking it onto the golf course. I'm doing pretty good at managing my brain. I still want to work on my skill set and that's fun. I'm going to enjoy the process of improving my, my skill and my talent, my swing and my mechanics. So fun because I know as I work on that and I can take out 100% of my talent on the golf course, that's pretty good. Conversely, it's like if the, on the range, I'm pretty good and I can only take out a fraction of my talent because I get in my way. I hold myself back. I play golf with a governor on. 
which is one of those things they put on golf carts to slow them down. <laughs> As a golf pro's daughter, you always knew which golf cart didn't have the governor and you always wanted to get it. Knowing that you can do so much better than you're doing on the golf course because you're getting in your own way mentally, super frustrating. So just a different way of looking at playing to your potential and a different way to know what is your potential. It's something that's in the future that you can always pursue. And if we're always pursuing it, then it's a process. And if there's always a process, we're not in a rush to get anywhere. We're not in a rush to, to win a tournament or shoot a score or qualify or do all the things just so that we can get to feel good. It's just part of the game. All right, my friends. So are you playing to your potential? Do you feel like you're playing to your potential? And if you're not, what do you think is holding you back? Do you think it's how well you hit it on the range? Or can you take all the shots that you can hit right now on the range out onto the golf course? Can you manage your mind around all the different elements that happen during a round? The different situations that get in our way mentally. Can you manage your mind around all that? The pressure or the people or the judgment or the embarrassment or the fears that show up. Those are the things that get in our way of being able to make our best swings. And that, in my opinion, is the simplest work because all you have to do is shift a thought. And I know it's way easier than changing your swing path. <laughs> or in my case, trying to get the club on playing on the top of your swing. All right, my friends, just a different way of looking at playing to your potential, something to get your brain spinning a little bit and thinking about where you're spending your time and your energy and how much of your talent right now you can take out into the golf course and where you're holding yourself back. If you need any help or you want to look for some resources, make sure you head to kathyhartwood.com. I hope you have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.